I know the, I know the concept of a revolution in the life of a, of a human being. They fight and they destroy and they conquer. When I dress Scarlett Johansson, he asked me, could you say hello? So welcome to uh, the next edition of Fashion Culture Design with my guest, Roland Moray. Hello. It's such a pleasure to see you. It's such a pleasure to be here. I, and so I'm going to start with, with I'm going to get the bad things out of yes, the way first. Uh, I read a little bit about you, Roland, before we met, and it, you were described as looking 10 years younger than you are. And I, I walk in and there's a picture of you as a model on the wall. And I've got to tell you that neither of those things make me like you more. Ah, uh, really? And now you tell me that you drink green tea, yes, not I coffee. Yes, I do, I do. I, I, it's really funny. I, I, think, I think this kind of amazing youth you can have when you look younger, there is a price to pay, and one day it cracked by itself, and, and yeah. you just pass the mirror and you see your father. I say, oh, wow, it's my dad now. And uh, that day was quite surprising for me when, when I saw my dad in the mirror. Yeah, well, your father's been a very important part of your life. He's, he's quite, yeah, he's quite very big uh, influence. Uh, a spine, the spine of my life, yeah. Mm, and that, I think that's a wonderful thing because many people don't have a great relationship or a great respect for their father. And your father comes from some, from it was a butcher. It's, it's it was very butcher, different yeah. to what you're doing. From what it's you're really doing. funny. I'll, I'll, the day he passed away, I could understand that the way I am, the way I work, is. Uh, I never went to school to learn it, but it gave me that amazing education, the way I interact with people, the way I deliver service for my creativity, the way if I learned my limitation from my father. It's quite amazing and it's quite, I think it's the best thing to learn to be part of a chain, to be part of that chain of life and, and, uh, and to love him because he was there before yeah. me. That's wonderful. And it's funny, people would, would, I'm sure, struggle to find the, the link. And yet, if you think about a butcher, you know, especially a, an actual butcher with his own butcher store, preparing the meat and serving customers and making them happy and, and trimming and preparing and doing all those things, as you say, as part of the chain, there is a similarity to making dresses. And, there is you know, a strong similarity. You know, the moment you, you are creative, your work is an extension of yourself. You leave the room and you work, talk for you, and, and, and it's there for you. And uh, uh, I became a designer. I'm the kind of designer who love to deliver service to the, to the customer. Uh, fashion for me is like playing tennis. I need to send the ball and someone send it back to me. I will hate to play against a wall by myself. Mm, and, and, yeah. and, uh, uh, and that showed me through, through, through the years how to be creative, but how to be humble too, because the moment someone pushed the door, you, you're going to have a one-to-one -one relationship with that person and it's as much important than, than the time you have passed to create. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm someone who learn, I'm, I'm the kind of a designer, I'm not a fattist, I learned from him the value of the muscle, the bone and the fat, I can't mm. touch it, I have no rejection I'm yeah. someone before to put to, to love clothes I love the body I love how it's constructed I love the 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 sign of the time of the body that's and I mean that's something that you I think you pick up on seeing your work and seeing the 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 love that you have for the female form yes and and a way to present the female form you know and because we much has been said about the galaxy and I'm it, it's but it it, it presents women a women's form in such a way that uh, that you know very few other dresses really do you know it was, it was fairly clear why it was so successful because it just makes people look so beautiful 
It does, but but the sense of beauty for me is is it gave in our difference. It gave the I think I try to to deliver to a woman an outfit that give her the, a sense of equality, and and I love the fact in my dress you never look the boobs or you go to the eyes. Yeah, and I think that's what I love with my clothes is you go to the eyes of the of the woman who wore them. You want to to interact straight away at that kind of one-to-one privacy level. Yeah, it's interesting because one of the things I, that I wanted to ask you was how do you want a woman to feel when she's wearing one of your dresses? Themselves. I think, I find it all the time really weird and, and I have to be really polite about it when people say, oh, your clothes are so elegant or so timeless. I still think my clothes are at the level of a pair of jeans. Is you rely, you, you rely to them like, like as a pair of jeans, like mm. oh, your best friend is the piece that takes you out of every bad situation. And right. when you can't wear a pair of jeans, you wear my skirt or you wear my dress because that's what my clothes are done. It, my two masters were Azdin Alaya and Yoji Yamamoto. Azdin mm. for, for that love of the body shape yeah. and Yoji for the love of, of the uniform. And my mm. work is really, I think, is a body shape uniform I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's never more elegant or more superficial than that. That's why I find it difficult when it has to become more feminine or more more specific because I'm still really masculine in my way to, yeah. to work with women. It's like you, you, you hear so many designers talking about their, their philosophy or their background and what drives them to do what they do. But in fact, if you think about as a designer as dealing with a body, so, you know, yes. in the way that a butcher deals with me in, in to, you know, and then folding fabric around it. And of course, Alaya and, and Yamamoto might be the two kings of such they things. Were, yes. So it, you, you could do a lot worse than choose those two as, as, the, as your masters. Uh, it was really funny when, when the day I decided to, uh, to try to become a fashion designer. I was 36 and... and, and so you were 36 when you decided to become a fashion yeah, designer? Yeah, I did all the, the other job of fashion and, and right, I really right. refused to go there. And at 36, <laughs> I, with that strong sense of honesty I have to have with myself, if I don't try now, at 40, I'm going to be a really bitter B-word. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I'm going to be bad-mouthing the young one because yeah. the person would never try will be me. And, and I say, okay, I, I have to go for it. And... And the question, the second question was like, if I have to make clothes with my name inside it, where, why, what is going to stand for, what's the reason of it? And, and Yoji and Azin became like really this kind of really to figure where I knew they could become an inspiration for their work, but I wanted them to be an inspiration for, from the men. And, and the fact that these two guys came from really humble background. Yeah. Every, everything about the fact their master is based about their humility mm-hmm. and their work is bigger than them. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that was for me like another kind of father figures that the, the kind of fathers I, I really want to respect. I really want to call them my fathers. And, uh, and that was my... my Did you meet them? I worked for Yoji as a model and as <laughs> Dean, I was lucky to be part of the, the kids in the kitchen in okay. the 80s. That's what I right. really... My, my approach to them and we but it was a time where I was just a young pretty things in, in Paris and and, mm. and it was great not to to bore them with my ambition of to become a fashion designer. <laughs> so um 
how did your father feel about you being a fashion designer? Because it's a long way from a dad, butcher in Lourdes. Dad, and contrary, dad really linked in his mind my sexuality and my creativity. Mm. And it was really difficult for him how much he loved me and how much he, 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 he accepted my outing as... as, as, as when, how old were you when you came out to him? I was 20... I would say 24. Mm. And I came out because I had my first heart broken and, and, <sighs> and I had to be honest to him and to yeah. explain to him he was not a, f- a woman, but he was a man. Mm. But... I never had a really bad relationship with him, but to the point when I started to become a designer, that really reject to come to see my work. Not reject me as a person, but as right. a designer, it was like, that's your world, that's your world. Yeah. And, and we came to a, to a moment where we had a clash. And I really asked him, so can I meet the man before to be my father? I would like to know who mm. you were before to be my father. And I want you to know the person I am before to be your son. Yeah. Said, can we find a, a common ground where, where we start to, to talk? And, and it was the best weekend I could spend with him. We, we talk about his parents. I talk about my, my creativity and hmm. realizing that my creativity is really coming from him. And, and, yeah. and, and it's not because I'm creative that my homosexuality come from him too. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. And we had the best, the best moment together, which he came to see a show after, and he passed away six months after that, that show. Uh, but the beauty of it, it, I was whole with him. Mm-hmm. I, I was completely, he was my father. He was yeah. someone that when he left, we did what a father and son was, was supposed to do. And, yeah. and, and I think for that, I'm. It's one I mean, of the big successes of yeah, my life. I exactly. Think, my I think it, it's incredibly lucky that you were able to have that fulfilled yes. relationship. Because yeah. even in you know, relationships that look outwardly quite normal, they don't have that depth of connection. Maybe it's, really maybe it's to, a to be so, so We've been so deep in a relationship with someone who was so... I was an average man. My father yeah. was like a butcher. He was, and everything about him in the village was like, yeah, he's the butcher of the village. But right. The guy was was really sensitive, and we could talk about his life when he was at the army because he did the, the war in Algeria, and he mm. told me about it. He told me about right. some of his friends who were gay yeah. when he was in his 20s. Oh, wow. and, and we talked about so many things, and it was like, wow, it, you made me so more secure with myself by telling me your story. That's great. It sounds like a movie. It could be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. He would love that. <laughs> because he had a bit of an ego. So, and well, so, so he must have felt good when all these celebrities wore your dresses then, when he saw your name associated with all these famous women around oh, yeah. the world. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. He, he was, he was re- when I was not there in the village, he was really proud. And, That's and right. He was yeah. the one that we, was you really, can just see him really walking around could, with a press cutting no, like that. Huh? But, but just because he knew. He didn't want to to look like too too obvious, but he knew how to drop the situation. And uh, yeah, and when I dressed Scarlett Johansson, he asked me, "Could you say hello <laughs> to me from her?" Because I loved her in her first movie in in the horse whips whip, yeah. whips right? Um, yeah, the horse horse whisperer. Whisper. Yeah. yeah, you can pronounce it better than me. <laughs> wow, that's good. So, and any others? Like, so Scarlett Johansson was a big one. Oh yeah, that, that that was that was someone that he was really, really proud of. And when it came to 
to London to see my studio and we did a fitting on evening dress. Yeah. And to see the model coming out with the evening dress, his face was just like, saying to my mother, he did that? <laughs> he was, uh, the concept of the work and, 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 and what I, I could produce was, yeah. was really a moment of, of pride for him. And when I did dress uh, Carla Sarkozy, Mm. That was another moment where... That's a big one. Yeah, yeah. He was really, really shoved. He was like, <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> That's great. So so I want to understand a little bit about how you go to... Like, you have the perfect designer's life because you... I mean, in, from the outside. Because, <laughs> yeah. Well, also, because you look really young and healthy and handsome, that's kind oh, of annoying as well. You. But we'll, I'll probably won't be able to get over that, but we'll just move on. I've got on. a good face for the... For, Thank for, you, for yeah, radio. for radio. <laughs> Um, but no, you have this uh, this maison in Mayfair yes. in London. Nobody has that. That's like that, no one. It doesn't happen anymore. But, but you do, and, and it, I'm part of the generation. I don't know how the young one are, but I'm part of that generation who came to fashion because of the stories of fashion. Yeah. I love the story of Avenue Montaigne. I love the story of Yves Saint Laurent first collection in 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 the attic and the picture of him on one side in the, the little window and his, yeah. his girl on the other side. I love the story of Hubert de Givenchy walking the street of Paris with Audrey Hepburn. It's what make you want to, to dream it. And, yeah. and when I came to London, it was so important for me. I, said, I, I knew I would never have a house on Avenue Montaigne. It, it's, mm, yeah. The dream is at the level you, you can We've not, you I mean, achieve it, a townhouse in Mayfair is not a far off. In, Mayfair, in the in the street, which was the street of the the haute couture in the forties, right. was right, just yeah. like <laughs> wow. And we went from the history of it. We we had an elephant parked in the forties in front of our place. Which was like, how do you park an elephant? Yeah, <laughs> but, but no, it's 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 a beautiful place. It's it's a it's alive. Mm. I wanted to have a place where people come in and it's alive. I want the customer to come in a place where it's not a, a pyramid. It's yeah. alive. It, yeah. And they, I think you're they a, love that. It's a great example of living the story. You yes. know, everything about you is, is 100% authentic to what you do and who you are. And, you know, and, and here we are. I mean, you, to describe the building we're in right now, we're in Madison Avenue in your townhouse here. Um, you know, the and smallest I, townhouse in Madison, but the best this, one for the, me. The smallest townhouse in Madison. Anyone that's ever been to New York, right? The room we're in is about the size of an average apartment. Oh, and we're on the fourth floor, <laughs> really? and there's another room at the back, and there's a floor above and three floors below. When I came in, they said, oh, let's go upstairs. And I thought, you know, maybe there's a little stock room upstairs. But it's the whole house. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but in, I really wanted to create in, in New York the, the same the same place than, than London in a certain way. And I wanted to have a place where when I'm not there, the customer is in my house. Well, I felt that. So this was the first time we'd met. But I, when I walked in, by the time I got to this fourth floor, I started to feel like who you are a little bit. So in our conversation is sort of bearing that out, you know, unpretentious, but very, con, you know, very focused on all the small details, but not uptight about them. You know, when I came no, through the building, I didn't yeah, feel it's, precious. It's, Life, life is important for me. Life is important in, in its imperfection. It's really, it's really uh, uh, I'm emotionally attached to imperfection. I, I really get it. I, I know when you push them to a level that they, be, they become your you, you trademark, they become what people recognize you for. Yeah. And, and 
in everything, uh, I will be lying to myself if I try to make it purely perfect and 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 visible from a, a long distance. Yeah, I, I like privacy. Privacy is my, it's luxury for me. Mm. Well, that, I think you see that from the collections as well because it's you know it's a, it's a bit of a cliche now, but it's real women. You know, yes, you put them on models. Yes, you know, if you're a model, you look a certain way in a you dress. You know the story of the galaxy. The galaxy was was created for women who wear bra, mm. which is the difference for me between a model and 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 the woman in her life. It's yeah. the bra. Is is the moment you wake up and and you're going to face your day. The bra as as a reason in a woman's life for a model on a catwalk for five minutes. Yeah, you don't need it. And and when I start to realize that that what we call real women uh, were living in a way that I thought was restrictive and I, I turned that around. That, that, that imperfection became, I said, can I put it to a level that it pushed me to, to become really excited about it? And it, it, was, mm. it was brilliant because I started to create that square neckline and the bra can come out a bit on the side. And, it's, and yeah. for a guy, I think it's super sexy, super... Mm. Yeah, that privacy is so amazing, and and from that day I say, wow, I, I've opened a door here that I'm not going to close. It's really interesting because it's clearly deep within you this passion to do this, yeah, it and is. yet it's and it's not your background. You know, it's something that obviously was a spark that was in you. No matter what, you you couldn't have not done this because that what wanted me to be a butcher. I realized really rapidly what it is to be trapped for clothing. Because I was trapped through the through the silhouette of the son of the butcher, and I was trapped to by, by a situation where where my unhappiness about my sexuality and, and and where I was living, I put on weight. That's been my as a kid. I, I, I was a big boy, and and everything was that challenge. That that you know that, that challenge to do I become a victim of my of my life or, or do I take it for what it is and, and move on with it and, and learn and and try to to help other people through my creativity and, and, and I and I choose the, the the second solution and and and, and I never stop. Yeah. You know, I, I really will have all the time that one to one relationship I have with myself. I compete with myself. I, I refuse to compete to compete with other people because mm. I hate to lose. That's me. The only competition is with myself because when I lose, I yeah. win at the same time, mm. and 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 that's my my only uh, uh, way of existing. So let's let's talk for a minute about the actual history and the steps you've taken because you famously lost the rights to your name, yes. which you know is I, I think best, so many the best thing could happen in my life. Is that right? <laughs> I guess happen. you can make loads of fuck ups and it's someone else's oh, name, I and then you get that. it back, and you're like, <laughs> when I lost my name, the beauty of it was. It was it was a divorce that, that that woman was my business partner. Yeah, became someone I didn't recognize, and uh, and she was did. that through success or, or lack of success? Or? No, it was through success, and the fact that she had to position at the as as a managing director. But the thing she wanted to become, she wanted to become the creative director. Uh. And at that point, when my the work of my hand was was completely compromised. I accept to lose my name to protect my hands. Right. And I let it go completely. Mm -hmm. uh, I was not the, the my, I, she had more shares in the company than me. And at that point I realized to f spend energy to fight her 
will be the, an energy energy lost for the future. And mm-hmm. I'll say, take everything. Yeah. I'm not interested about it. And she said to me, like someone, you divorce, she will do everything to, to stop me to become a fashion designer. And I wow. said, that's the best thing you can say because in yeah. one year, I will be back here and I will <laughs> take everything back in my hand. Yeah. Which I did. And, and it was brilliant because at the time, I started to realize of how much the branding of my clothes were on the outside and mm. not in the label. Yeah, yeah. And that's where, where I, I gamble everything. I say it's going to be based on everything about the outside and not the name inside. And there were no blueprint about that situation. That was mm. another thing where my ego was quite tickled <laughs> to, to go for it because yeah, yeah. nobody did it before me. And, right. and there are names like, like I think, Hervé Léger or mm. uh, other designer, Martin Sidbon, who went yeah. to the same situation. And when I met them and I talked to them, they were hurt to lose the name. Mm. And it was, it, was, it was something painful for them. And I give, a, give them a, uh, the only advice is to read one book called, uh, the, in French, it's La Disparition de Georges Perec. They mm. translate it in, in, in English, which yeah. avoid... And it's a book like that without the letter E. Without the letter E? Yeah. And, and the journey <laughs> like of that self. book is you learning to cope with something that you think is impossible to, to, to live without. Right, right. And that was, that was my, it's that's my Bible. How, yeah, how people would be so wedded to their name, which that doesn't mean anything because no one's buying that. They're buying the dress. But I, but I, I do but, also respect it. I mean, that's, that's the how only they thing feel. I did, I called Dad and I said, I apologize to lose his name. Yeah. I said, Dad, I'm really sad. I lost your name, but I promise you I will buy it back. Wow, there you go. So you had a mission. Yeah. So then when that happened, then you met Simon Fuller. Simon came along because uh, uh, when he saw the, the, really the, the mediatic result of one month ago, I created mm. Galaxy and it, you have yeah. 30 actress five nominees wearing the same dress on the same <laughs> yeah, month. Yeah. And uh, one day it's like designer loses name and, and you say, are you really good at your job? Yeah. Are you really good manipulating the media? But there is something you're really <laughs> good at and do you want to work, we work together? And, yeah. and that was the starting point. I really love the fact that Simon was just there to, to let me grow the way I wanted. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it was quite right for me not to have a business partner that 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 start to to drive right, me right Especially yeah after after the splitting up with the with my yeah he former. definitely didn't want to be a designer no he didn't want to be a designer so no. just do what you have to do my team and i are behind you and, and right. that's the way we started with the, with the, at the time 19 limited mm-hmm. and it's and it's gone beautifully since then i mean it's great because I don't see him quite yeah. often. I see him once a year. That's been things right. are going really well because yeah. <laughs> we we have that understanding that I don't need you, you don't need me, but yeah. we business partner. Mm-hmm. So and then and you've obviously grown the business organically through the townhouse and the, and this place here, yes. and then you've launched other collections like men's and uh, it, it was quite interesting to op- to open new direction and and for what they are and even if I don't carry on the menswear. I learned so much about how the difference between men and women is <laughs> brilliant. It's, it's, it, it takes time to, to understand and to analyze. And you have really to go through it and, and 
physically to, to get it because you don't design the same way. Yeah. And the way I'm so physical with women, you, you, mm. it's another kind of physicality with men. And uh, uh, 2008, the crash of 2008 made me to take a decision. And, and uh, I had to protect the women's wear. I had to invest my money on the women's, on yeah. the women's wear. And, and we decided to stop the men's wear. Yeah, yeah. But what's really intriguing about your brand is that you haven't done the mass, you know, diffusion line global domination selling to every department store you can think of because it seems like inevitably when a designer becomes successful particularly if they have a good name recognition with celebrities the first thing they want to do either them or their ceo or their backer or something is diversify and create the lower price line and yes. go global and all that and yet you don't you've, you've kept things honest and, and pure i'm someone who love long-term relationship i think the long-term situation and i think from my story mm. of that the, my future is i have to pass that 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 flame to someone else in the world right. and, I, and, and i can't pass it before i'm at that level i want to live you know mm. i don't want to give it to it because i'm pushed i right. want to give it because i've decided to pass it mm -hmm. And, and, it, it takes and you're not time. getting pressure from, from Simon or from 19 no, to and, do that. And, and the point is, we are in profit. We, we've been growing every year yeah. with the business, we're learning. And, and it's not just me. Even if I still drape, I would say, 80% of the collection, they, because I'm working in three dimensions, it still passes through my hands. The learning process of, of working with a team, growing with a team, mm. is the complexity of it is so... I will never imagine how much I will have to learn yeah. how to communicate. And I'm still right. not the best person. I, I'm still the one who will say no before to say yes. Mm. And they will tell you no is the beginning of, of yes with me because yeah. I need time to think. I, and, and it's every five minutes you have mm -hmm. a, a question where I will say no, no. And it's just like, you say no all the time. I say, I need to think because I yeah. don't want to say yes and come back to my words. Right. And at, at that level, how can you grow so rapidly when you have to learn so much? Mm. But on the other hand, I'm really excited about it. I think my, recent, my, 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 my collaboration with, with Banana Republic, as an example, was yeah. an amazing journey for me to, to decide for, to create a product at $200 that is not a copy of my work yeah. in a cheap way. It, it's, it's a dress that is, is, is really directed to that customer Mm. and you bring a product that they see that's 10 times more expensive in their life. Yeah. It was, was an amazing, an amazing journey. I loved it so much. Well, you, and clearly you took from that what you also take from your existing work, which is a connection with the customer. Because unfortunately, too often you see designers that get to a certain level and then they become a CEO, basically. Yes. You know, that's, you can call them whenever you want, but that's what they're really doing. They're, I think the concept of creative director is you become a CEO. So what do you, so, so, I, never th I didn't think I was going to ask you this, but what do you think about the, the head of a big house where they have, you know, we, we've seen designers yes. burn out horribly like as John Galliano did, but thankfully he's now mm -hmm. back in uh, riding high. But when you have 35 collections a year to do, you know, I, I remember hearing about Lee McQueen, yeah. you know, before his sad demise. Um, and he had so many collections that how can someone possibly do that? I think it, I think it, was, it was a time, it was, it was a period, I think it's going to change again. I think that that notion of of feeding the customer like, like a bit a bit like a hamster, 
uh, on on uh, trend addiction. Mm. It's going to move on, you know. I, I think yes, it, it's it's quite a solution to every week bring to that customer a new vision. Uh, and there is there is a, a sign where the future could be that every yeah every month we have to to come out with a capsule yeah. that and become our identity through the twelve months. We are still in transformation. Fashion is still a reflection of society, mm. the social, politic uh, uh, attitude of, of our world. Is I think we are the first one to act with it because none of us will run naked in the street if tomorrow there is a nuclear mm. trouble. We will yeah. dress up. We will try to cover ourselves. We will try to to define our identity for yeah. what we wear to to protect ourselves in in, in a jungle because it's it's part of our, our DNA as, as yeah. human being. That's been, if that at the extreme level of, of, of a, tra- a, a, a social trauma, we will exist dress up. Imagine when the world is, is just disturbed through, through politics, through religion, and through the, I think for me, the biggest problem is, is climate change and it's the one we mm-hmm. refuse to see. Yeah. It's, we have as designer a strong, uh, responsibility. We project one year in advance. Mm. How do we know that what's going yeah. to be the level of, of society, and what, especially in politics? How do you want to dress someone in one year mm. if you don't question what's happening around yeah. you? And sometimes you just go through the, the stupid idea of a trend, the, the, the print, the, right, right. the stripe, yeah. and, uh, and bringing a level of irony and vulgarity because we are born from the right side of the world mm. and we abuse certain situations happening in other parts of the world and make the same yeah. product multiply by 100 on, on the uh, yeah, price yeah. tag, you know. And, and that's really shocking, you know, when, when you see some people immigrating from some country because that's their way of surviving mm. and we using the what they not the way they dressed, the way they left, yeah. and we're using that silhouette as a reflection of our society. Yeah, to buy at <laughs> thousands of pounds, and that is is a reflection of where where we are. I, I won't say it's good or bad. Yeah. It's a reflection of where we are. So, you know, the thing that's on so many people's minds right now, and it's affecting, I'm sure, many of your customers, is the uh, the Me Too movement. You know, yes. the fact that women, I'm sure many of the women that you've dressed that have been, you know, celebrated, the celebrities, have been victim to, you know, male predators and, and assault. You've, as we said earlier, you dress women to feel confident and to feel strong. Yes. You know, that is that something that's coming more into conversations now? Are you, are you feeling any more assertiveness in a woman's right to... I, I'm, I'm really concerned about, about, about the situation. I, I think by... And I really am the first one to, to agree for uh, an evolution, a transformation. I'm just concerned how, because it's a starting point, we could come to a to, uh, 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 syndrome of burning witches. Yeah. I'm really concerned about uh, stigmatizing colors for society traumas. You know, like how red was, was stigmatized uh, at, at, during the the... the, the the Oscar periods, you know, like, mm. like how black was the answer. Uh, I think I'm just worried about that. I'm just worried this kind of a handmaiden uh, a tale situation. 
Yeah. Uh, it's, it's such a, a, a deep scar. Mm. The woman, the, the woman identity. Uh, I think I'm so lucky for 20 years to approach it and, and to try to, to, to bring my way to give tools to feel more comfortable for women. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's, I think, I think it, it needs a lot of discussion. It needs a lot of open discussion. It needs a lot of, of uh, uh, understanding. Yeah, it feels like that. I mean, the, it's in your world, <clears throat> you've always been about empowering women. So, you know, yes. the idea has always been about be assertive, you know, be in control, and it's the, which is, of course, what women have and, the right to be. And just be a man who enjoy to live in a woman world. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm so <laughs> lucky right. to be able to talk about it and to talk yeah. about my, my own trauma of, uh, for my sexuality, for, for, mm. for the, the taboo of my time, or I'm not anymore the taboo of our time, you know. Yeah, yeah. The, the, and... and, and and to talk about yeah my evolution my, my my time where I was fighting in the street when when AIDS started and I was with mm. ACT UP and, and I know the, I know the concept of a revolution in the life yeah. of a, of a human and being. there's yeah the, in, typically in a revolution there's the sharp like the fight the violent fight at the beginning and then there comes the conversation afterwards and the, hopefully you get to a better place and so I guess we're in that right now you know we're in the the sharp angry rightfully angry. Yes. Moment. Yes. And then later there'll be the conversation and and you know more reflection on uh, on what's going it's, on. It, I just wish it goes in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, just exactly. wish that it, it, it's because it's it's fascinating. I think it's, mm. uh, equality. It, it's amazing. It's it's something where where you you learn you learn about yourself. I, yeah. I, I think. You know, I would love that line of a woman telling me that, but that dress is too good for me to disappear. Yeah, yeah, because right. I heard it so many times. Yeah, and I said, no, yeah. that's too good for me. Said, it's just a piece of fabric. <laughs> you are, you yeah. are the more amazing person because mm. you're alive, and, and and your life is unique, and that's just yeah. fabric. Yeah, yeah. But that on with your skin is becoming something else. You're mm. going to make the magic, not my dress. So I, like, I, I feel like I want to wear go, one myself. But the amount of time you, you have to, to deconstruct. Yeah. Not the woman, but to deconstruct the moment that woman lives in. Because I really think compared to guys, and, and that was a learning I had through menswear, is women have so much transformation through their lives. Sometimes they, 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 they're really apologetic to not be all the women at the same time in herself. And, and, and there is that, I'm sorry, you know, like you go to a dinner, a woman will cook an amazing dinner. And I went recently to my lawyer, she cooked an amazing dinner. And, was, and she I'm going to change. I said, you know, we're in the countryside, you're fine. <laughs> and she went to wear one of my trousers with a, a simple, and she said, and she has to put her down about the fact that she thinks that oh, I'm not like your mother. I said, are you going to really, is your food really disgusting tonight? Because you should carry on, let's carry on how bad you are. I said, mm. you, you you, you're amazing, you cook for me, you look fantastic. Yeah. Why do you have to put yourself down? Mm. And, and I'm questioning after, okay, now what is what the kind of reason society of, that's of, made of, that of the other gender? What's the reason of the men in your life? Mm. Because you put yourself down, nobody here, everybody is just re praise you for how amazing you are. Yeah. Why do you put yourself down? And and that question has to exist too in facing predators. You know, predators just exist mm. because they can attack. Yeah. 
It's, it's a jungle situation. You know who's going yeah. to hate you or you know who you're going to eat. And there, I, I know one woman eat people. I mm. know, I've seen them when, when they fight and they destroy yeah. and they conquer. Differently than men, but I, I've seen women conquer. And that we shouldn't forget that that's part of, the, of, of who they are. They're not, women are not victims right. at all for me. So let's move um, to the future. Yeah. So I know that you have a book coming out and I believe you're launching a perfume as well. So perfume is, is launched. Okay. It's called Une Amourette. Right. Which is a fling, a little love. Uh, the, 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 the line is, a little love goes a long way. Ah, okay. That, I think I, I detected the scent of that on the way into the store. Yes. Fantastic. And then tell me about the book. The book, it's my first photographic book. It's, we uh, wanted to celebrate for the, my 20 years of career through an uh, uh, image. And I think in a world where paper is starting to become not automatically the future, mm, of, yeah. uh, I really wanted to give a, a, a sense of where I am now and, and to celebrate in my own way the, what I've done, which is more... Yeah more uh, a role than what the customer expect me right. to be. And and from there, it's... Uh, so is it going to reveal things about you as a private person? Because you said you value privacy so very highly. Yeah, but at that level is where I'm really honest. Uh, my privacy with certain people is is, is yeah. really, will be all the time protected. But, but about myself, I have nothing to... To hide. Mm. If, if I decide to make a book, I'm not going to hide behind yeah. that book. That's mean it's and plus it's in collaboration with uh, with Sophia Neofitu, who's uh, the the fashion director, uh, the, the director of Ten Magazine. That's been we've been working together since now 15 years. That's been oh, our wow. collaboration is so precise that yeah. that we we work for reshooting all all the clothes that we loved and. Mm. We don't use any any reference or any editorial of the past. It's really something made now for yeah. for now, and and but to have that in temporal attitude. Fantastic. So what's what's left then? I mean, what what, what else you want to do? A lot, a lot of things. Yeah, really I feel like you things. need a big country estate or something. Something that. Oh no, I just the... I just have a small cottage in 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 Suffolk in the middle of two acres with a <laughs> with a, a spun dog and but, but a, I feel and I can see like pond, you know, like where topiary and and vast gardens and, and stuff like that. Mm, no, because no? It, it, there is a sense of reality where. Uh, Part of luxury, I think, is the people you can employ to do the job for you. <laughs> yeah, right. God needs all very well as long yeah, as someone and, else does and, it. And, and I think to find five or six people that take care of your house and take care of your garden, yeah, uh, it's it's a strong responsibility. And sometimes mm. we prefer to be the two of us in a smaller cottage uh, with friends who can say in the barn we have... My husband is his own studio because he's an artist, and I've right. got my own studio to to drape in in the, in the countryside. Yeah. And our dog take care of the of the rabbits and mm-hmm. and the, and the rodents. And <laughs> yeah, I think I think we have already. Uh, that sounds beautiful. We are taking care of of the place. My friend um, lives in used to live near Warminster, and there was a butcher's yes. there. And on the, during the week, they would wear uh, straw hats with their blue aprons, and on oh, Sundays they wore bowler hats. Oh. Brilliant. Yeah, oh, and because they, they've done it for 150 years, so they weren't going to stop. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's lovely. Well, well, it's listen, Brandon, it's been a real pleasure talking oh, to you. you Thank know what? you. You are. 
it, a dream, a dream interview. It's it's fun. I mean, I, I'm fascinated. I could I could talk all day, but we, we have to I call too, a hole at some too, point. But thank but you very much. Congratulations on the perfume. I look forward to reading the book and uh, and thank you. It's a pleasure. Well, if you like that, be sure to head over to our website at fashionculturedesign.com for all kinds of loveliness. 